Welcome to Bobcast. Bobcast delves into the pulse of today's most pressing issues, offering listeners an audio tapestry of timely conversations and profound insights. Each episode stands as a reflection of our contemporary world, weaving together expert perspectives, personal stories, and in-depth discussions that capture the nuances of the challenges and triumphs we face every day. In an era where noise often drowns out meaningful dialogue, Bobcast serves as a beacon, bringing clarity, depth, and truthful understanding and opinion to the forefront of auditory exploration. Listen to a new and exciting episode every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Now, here is Bob. Hello, hello, hello. It's Wednesday, and this is Bob, right here at Bobcast. Got a few things to talk about. First of all, I know that the earth didn't stop spinning last week, which is a good thing. And the reason I say that is because I was not feeling good and didn't do a post last week. But like I said, I'm thankful that the world didn't stop spinning because of that. Uh, That was a little joke in case you didn't know. Uh, A lot of dumb stuff going on. Some of it's scary. Um, Anybody... Or does everybody realize uh, what happened with this five-year-old little boy in Kansas City Chiefs game over the weekend? He was painted up in uh, the Chiefs colors. Or uh, I think it was the um, Raiders colors, which is black and silver. So he had on black half his face. And the Chiefs colors, which is red, and he had that on the other side. And he had a... Uh, uh, Head bonnet, whatever you call it. I uh, 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 can't even think of the name right now. Anyway, uh, somebody took a picture of him from the side of his black face, and boy, oh boy, the left just went crazy again. I mean, they cannot, they can't go a minute without finding something wrong somewhere. I mean, it's just absolutely absurd. And so now this poor five-year-old who's been thrown all over social media and who knows where else uh, could be harmed for the rest of his life by being called a racist like that, which was totally unfair. I mean, come on, any sports fan out there and every sports fan out there knows that you wear shirts. Sometimes some people paint their face and quite, in fact, quite a few times. I, I've never done it, not for a sports event, but quite a few people do it. And whatever their team colors are, they make different designs on their face and they paint them different colors. It's not something just happened just yesterday. But for some reason, they uh, really went after this uh, five-year-old little boy. And, you know, the problem nowadays is something you really, really got to think about. You post a picture on any social media platform now, and the way technology is by being able to put your face on somebody else's body or somebody else's body under your face or whatever, it's quite scary when you think about it. Because, like I say, this this little boy now, his face is out there, and who knows who knows what somebody could make out of it. And who knows what repercussions he might face because of it. And it's absolutely scary and totally unfair. And uh, I don't know. I just, 
I'm just very disappointed that we have so much evil in the world that uh, people have nothing else better to do than pick on a five-year-old little boy who's uh, wearing a, a face paint of uh, the football teams. I mean, that's and we we really don't have anything else to do. Is that for sure? Is that true? Anyway, let's start off with that. Just open up and show how dumb these liberals have gotten. Uh, I mean, really dumb. They uh, they can't do nothing but hate. Uh, they can't they can't tell you what they're going to do for you because I mean they can't tell you how good things have been because what they've done for you because they don't do anything for you. Think about it. I mean, really. Forget the Trump. Forget the, the Biden. Forget put, forget put, putting a name on it. Just ask yourself one question. Are you better off today than you were four years ago? And if you're not, what's changed? And what has changed? Can it be changed back? And if those are concerns that face you, like they do a big majority of us, then the decision of what you need to do next year at election time is pretty obvious. Um, you know, you just, uh, you, you, you know, it's too bad you don't like somebody's personality. And I don't care if it's Trump or, or Ronald Reagan, for that goes. It's not their politics. It's not their personality, stupid. It's what they're going to do for you and me. Who cares well how they talk? If they talk gruff, who cares? Who cares if they're real nice? Look what Obama was real nice. Look what he did. Obamacare, which now the Democrats are admitting has got some serious flaws in it. But uh, so, I mean, uh, uh, it's just it's just the way it is. It's just uh, it's just crazy that people have gotten so narrow minded and so naive that they now vote for a person because they like them. Oh, my goodness. You know, I like my dog, but I don't want him running the country. You know, so, uh, you know, that's just crazy. There was something on TV this morning that was kind of interesting. I don't know if people are familiar with George Soros. Uh, I don't know that much about him, so I'm not going to tell you. I do. But anyway, I do know he's got a lot, a lot, a lot of money. And I do know that he has shown that he is totally against the United States' way of life, America's way of life. I don't know why, don't know where he comes from, don't know anything about him, but I do know that part. Well, apparently his son, who is now running, taking over whatever he owns, which I don't know what that is either. I need to find out. I, I need to do some research on him, and maybe I'll do that, and I'll let you guys know next time. But anyway, <clears throat> his son, <clears throat> excuse me, his son is taking over, should I say, their operation or George Soros operation, whatever it is. And he's just as uh, just as liberal as his dad, and some say he's even more so. Well, this morning on the news, he said that the Democrat-controlled cities are the safest cities in America. That's what he said. Now, think about that. You've got Detroit, you've got New York, New Orleans, St. Louis, Los Angeles, Chicago. All of those cities you hear about all the time because of crime, murders, rapes, 
carjackings, all of that. You hear about it on TV all the time. Uh, well, that let me take that back. You hear it on TV if you're listening to a, a, a channel that reports the news and not opinions. Let me say it that way, and I'm not even going to get into right now which is which. But we all know that, you know, there's certain channels out there on TV that report their opinion and call it news. And there's others that uh, report news, and most of it's always negative, you know. So I'm, I'm not favoring either one. They both have their agenda. The, the right side has an agenda. The left side has an agenda. We know that. But, uh, you know, somewhere in the middle, there's the truth. And that's what you need to listen to. But anyway, regardless, he said Democrat-controlled cities are the safest cities in the country. Now, that's just not true. It's just not true. It's, in fact, it's an out-and-out lie. <clears throat> Excuse me again. <clears throat> it's not that they're not the safest. They're almost the most dangerous. But you you got to remember, and I hate to keep saying this, but it's true. Democrats, liberals don't have anything to tell you but a lie. They can't tell you that prices are, well, they do. They try to tell you prices are cheap. But, you know, what was it? Um, oh, my wife stopped yesterday. She got four tacos. No, she got six tacos and a um, steak bowl at Taco Bell. $28. Can you believe that? Oh, no, wait a minute. I think there's two bean burritos in there, too. So let's say six tacos used to be 49 cents. I guess now they're $2. Six tacos, that's $12. The bean burritos are probably three fifty dollars each. There's another seven. There's 19 and then, yeah, $28. And yet they want to tell us the prices are down. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. With the, the, every time I turn around, the prices of things are just... Absolutely crazy. I remember when I was young, if I had $100 in my pocket, I had money. I mean, $100 at that time was a lot of money. Of course, you got to remember, you could fill up a tank of gas for probably 10 bucks, maybe 15 I don't even remember. I know gas was really cheap. For all you out there that don't know gas at one time, that far as back as I can remember is 28 cents a gallon. 28 cents a gallon. And it was pumped by an attendant while he checked the air in your tires and cleaned your windows. That was 28 cents a gallon, got you all that. And now you pay what? $389, $425 a gallon, and you pump it yourself. <laughs> Think about that. That's just crazy. How could they afford to pay a person to pump your gas, put air in your tires, and clean your windshield and all for 28 cents a gallon? But now they can't do anything for you at three eighty nine a gallon. Something's, something's wrong there, isn't there? Somebody's making too much money. Well, that's a story for another time. But I do believe there's too much money being made. And I will blame it on big business. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, I, I can't say that factually because I don't know all the regulations that's been imposed on business. I do know, however... That if you have a product that you made for 50 cents and you want to sell it for a dollar to make it a good deal, but the government comes along and says, you want to sell it for a dollar because you want to make 50 cents. In other words, the product costs 50 cents. 
you're selling for dollars, so you're going to make 50 cents. That's your bottom line. That's what you need to make to keep your employees paid, to keep the lights on, pay mortgage, pay whatever. You need to make 50 cents off each sale. So the government comes along and they say, we're going to tax the rich. We're going to tax the rich and big corporations and make them pay for it. And you know what? Big corporations, they don't even flinch when they hear that. You know why? Because here's why. Here's a product that originally cost 50 cents and you were going to make 50 cents. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> but now the government has come along with all of their regulations and taxes and everything else. And it's cost you 25 cents more to make that product. Now, you're not going to make less. You're still going to make your 50 cents per item. So what happened is they tacked that onto the sale price. So now instead of the product selling for a dollar, it sells for a dollar 25. Do you get that? You understand that? I mean, excuse me for that short break. I had a coughing fit attack or whatever you call it. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah. So in other words, what I'm trying to tell everybody, just so you understand that when you hear government saying how they're going to tax the rich or big corporations, you've got to understand, people, this is an absolute tax on you. So just because they call it a dog and it's really a cat doesn't make any difference. If a product has regulations that cost money, has other government fees that cost money, you are going to pay for it. I don't care what the government tells you. The truth is you are going to pay for it. Don't forget that because business goes into business understanding that they need, as I told you earlier, let's say 50 cents. They have to make 50 cents in order to pay their people, to pay their taxes, to pay their mortgage, to pay their electric, to pay the water, pay the trash, pay for product. They have to make 50 cents. They have to. Okay. In order to stay in business, they have to make 50 cents. You've got to understand this. So if the government tells you they're not going to raise your taxes, they're going to tax the rich and they're going to tax big corporations. Understand what's happening here. You are going to pay it. So in other words, what I'm trying to tell you is Democrats lie. They tell you they're not going to tax you, and yet they indirectly tax you. You know, so don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that. Because that's just the way it is. Democrats love to tax and spend. You know that. I mean, they give away billions of dollars to Iran. They give away billions of dollars to uh, Ukraine. They give us here in the United States nothing. We got homeless on the streets. They can't get fed. Uh, we letting people in here that can't do anything except live off the government. But to the to the government, the Democratic government, that's okay. That's okay. You know, that's we're we're good people. We're good people because we give them stuff. So that makes us good in our hearts. And because we give them stuff, we got to control them a little bit. We can't let them go out and waste that money. And we can't let them buy this or buy that because that would be wasting money. And because we gave it to them, we have to have we have to have, be able to control how they spend it. You understand this yet? Might be a test coming up. Might be real quick, like in the next year or two. Because the way this is headed is not good, people. Not good. <clears throat> anyway. 
uh, please remember what you, I mean, just open up your eyes. I know you're too busy. Some of you are too busy on your phone. Some of you are too busy protesting. You know, I know you don't have time for the real things that are going on in life, but you're going to wake up one of these days and you're not going to be able to protest. You're not going to be able to do a whole lot of things. And you're going to say, damn, what happened? Because you don't think it's going to happen, but it is. <clears throat> uh, let's talk about a little bit about the elections coming up in November next year, because it's about a year away. You know, I can't even begin to tell you how much stuff has come out about the bad elections for 2020. I mean, there was just another news segment on last night with a guy or a woman who was interviewed, was being interviewed, who worked in the uh, office up there in Georgia somewhere. And um, she was saying how the ballots were just too, as she called them, pristine to have gone through the mail and been handled by people. It was just too pristine. There was no wrinkles. There was not even a fold where it had been folded into an envelope. I mean, it's just too pristine. And then there was another guy saying how he had showed that this ballot here was put through a machine. And when I guess when they're put through a machine, some machines anyway, they come out with this number, like whatever the number is, is supposed to mean something. Well, he had a picture of the exact same ballot with a different number, which means that that ballot had been counted twice. It went through once and was assigned whatever number. The second time it went through, it was assigned a different number. Well, he had both ballots side by side. They were absolutely identical. So, people, let me tell you, I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm picking on Democrats, but I'm not. I'm just telling you the truth. And the, unfortunately, the truth is about the Democrats. Uh, and here's one for you. <clears throat> If that wasn't, you know, that's an aftersight. That's what we've proven afterwards. Well, listen to this. And this one, this one should really make you concerned. If you care about this country at all, you got to be concerned. Pennsylvania has decided that, uh, I guess when you get your voter's registration card, you, you probably sign a paper or something. I've had mine for so long, I don't remember. But I'm sure you have to sign a paper saying, you know, this is me. This is my social security number. This is where I'm living. I'm sure you have to do that. Uh, in fact, I think we had to do that when we changed uh, districts here in uh, uh, Florida. When we moved out of one district into another, I think we had to do that. I think. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, in Pennsylvania, they've decided that if a ballot comes in and they go to check the signatures and they don't match, that's okay. It's okay. So, you know, if I happen to just say I'm not going to vote this year and put my ballot in the trash and somebody comes along and picks it up and fills it out, whoever they want, which would be the second time they voted, let's say. But it's such a talk will say that. Say he voted under his name and he found this ballot and he saw this name of Jeanette Smith on there and he filled it out the way he wanted it and signed Jeanette Smith and sent it in. Pennsylvania will count that. They don't care. They do not care. Why do they not care? Why do they not care if the ballot is official? Why don't they care? Now, when you think about that, consider this. Pennsylvania is not going to count their mail-in ballots early. They're only going to start counting them on election day. Now, 
if you don't know what, if you don't understand what's going on, you can say to yourself, well, that's okay, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine. Let them count them all at one time. That makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Let me tell you why. If, let's just say, let's use a hypothetical, and let's hope that it's not true, but all indications are it is true. Um, let's just say for the sake of talking then, we got a candidate that we want to win. I mean, well, hell, everybody that votes wants their candidate to win. So that's probably not the best way to say that. But let's just say that they're, they're going to make their candidate win. Let's say it that way. And how is that going to happen? Well, let me tell you. It's voting day. It's 7.30 at night. We've counted all the votes. And Mr. A has 100 votes. And Mr. B, our client, has 90 votes. Now, we want Mr. B to win, but Mr. A looks like he has won because he's got all the votes. Mr. A's got 100 votes, Mr. B's got 90 votes. So, now, let's count the mail-in ballots. Well, we know we need at least 10 signatures to beat Mr. A. We know that. But in order to win great and good, let's say we need what, 20, 25, to show the big landslide or something? Do we want to say that? Okay, so let's, let's just use what we do. Okay, Mr. B's got 100, Mr. I mean, Mr. A's got 100, Mr. B's got 90, and we want him to win. So what do we do? We take our mail-in ballots and just happen to be for Mr. B. Isn't that amazing? And now all of a sudden from having 100 or having 90 votes, Mr. B's got 130 votes, and Mr. A's got only 100 votes. So guess what? Mr. B wins. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Anyway, that's Pennsylvania for you. So I can see the writing on the wall, people, and I'm sure you can too. The next election in November is going to be really, really, really full of lawyers and who knows what else, you know what I mean? Because, uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it just, you can't stop it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. It is what it is. Anyway, that's all I got to say for today. Today's Wednesday, November 29th. Uh, I guess I won't talk to you again until next month. So until then, have a great month, and I'll see you later. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Bobcast. Your time and support mean the world to us. If you found value in today's show, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving us a review on your favorite platform. You can also email us at bobcast at usa.com. Remember, it's listeners like you that make this all possible. We'll be back with another exciting episode next week. Until then, keep the conversations going, stay curious, and always keep listening. This is Debbie. Signing off from Bobcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Until next Monday, take care, everyone.